time to Hustle Homes with your host, Rhonda Kay. It's here where we'll discuss anything real estate. Are you looking to add to your investment portfolio? Want to buy low, sell high? Need hard money lending, credit repair? Or would you like to mix and mingle with the hottest real estate professionals in the Philadelphia tri-state area? Play Trivia Triplex and win cool prizes and giveaways right here on Hustlin' Homes. Well, good evening, hustlers. Thanks for joining us tonight as we bring you the latest real estate insights and expert analysis. Whether you're buying or selling, a seasoned investor, a newly licensed real estate agent, or maybe you're just curious about the industry, we've got you covered. I'm your host, Ron Decay, and every Tuesday and Thursday evening, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can meet us right here. And if you're a repeat home hustler, then you already know that each episode is loaded with market trends, opportunities, and challenges shaping the real estate industry today. We also dive into some celebrity realty gossip. I'll tell you where the next real estate networking event and or free training will be in the Philadelphia tri-state area. Just know we'll keep you up to date on all things real estate. Alrighty? So sit back, relax, grab your pen and paper because I'm about to spill the juicy and you will want to take really good notes. Alright? So I'm going to give you a second. Go grab your tools, grab something to drink, relax, and 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, class rules and start. Okay, hustlers, welcome back. And today, our topic will be focused on helping the owners of income-producing properties, okay? So income-producing properties are properties that they own that they rent to other people for income, cash flow, whatever you want to call it, right? So that's what we're going to uh, talk about today. And I want to just um, just go over a few things um, that's very important if you are thinking about becoming... Um, actually managing your own property, or um, if you are an owner and you're managing your own property, but at the same time, maybe you hire a professional to do it for you. Um, it's just really important that uh, if you decide as an owner to manage your own properties that you have, certain key things in place um, to um, run a management company successfully, all right? So we don't talk too much about renting and property management and things like that. And I just thought that this would be, you know, a nice little uh, switch up to try to um, help those out there that's either thinking about managing their own properties or working with a property management company. Um, or whichever, I don't know which category you fall in, but I'm just going to go over a few things that will help you. Um, I have uh, managed many properties over my career, in addition to Airbnb and short stay uh, properties, you know, um, management and things like that. So um, 
I've learned, um, I like it actually, but I've learned that it's a lot of really, really, really crucial um, things that need to be in place in order to actually stay out of trouble. Property management is crucial for the successful operation and maintenance of any real estate investment, whether it's a residential, commercial, industrial. Um, I'm going to just give you some reasons why property management is important. Okay, so if you decide to do your own property management or you are a property manager, and let's just say you're starting from the bottom up. And these, these, I'm just going to give you some some little tidbits. Write them down, um, and commit them to memory, um, or institute them in your program because these things will likely keep you out of trouble, especially in the Philadelphia area. Um, this is a I always call a tenant state, so it just seems like the to many people that that uh. The law in the state of Pennsylvania kind of leans towards tenants. So if you are one of those that feel that way, then you want to listen to what I'm going to say. All right. So it's very important, as I said, that um, uh, you are in um, that you are running your property management program, um, you know, the way it should be ran. Um and you will want to start with uh, tenant management. All right. So property managers are responsible for finding and screening potential tenants, collecting rent and handling any issues that may arise during the lease term. Good tenants, um, good tenant management leads to a better tenant satisfaction and retention, which can help to maintain a steady stream of rental income. All right. Property maintenance is very important. Property managers are responsible for maintaining the property to ensure it is in good condition and that any necessary repairs are carried out promptly. This helps to minimize damage, property damage, um, ensure tenant status, um, I'm sorry, ensure tenant safety and protect the owner's investment. So, this right here is very, very, very important. And as a property manager myself, um, once someone reach out to me and say that they would like to speak with me, meet with me, um, because they are considering hiring an individual, a licensed real estate professional to manage their property, um, then, you know, I, at that point, will schedule an appointment to go meet with the owner and take a tour of their property. Because one thing I will not do is I will not, um, I will not pick up a case where the property is not being taken care of. I'm not getting sued and I'm not going to be responsible for someone getting hurt and ending up in jail or with a fine because the property was not being taken care of. So um, property maintenance is very important and um, property managers are responsible, responsible. So if something happens, the owner and the property manager will be responsible. And I'm sure you guys have seen on the news buildings collapsing and people, you know, individuals, tenants are getting hurt in some of these properties. And once the investigation is complete, it's found that the owner and the property management company or property manager was um, at fault. 
So you want to try to avoid that legal compliance. Property managers must ensure that the property complies with all local, state, and federal laws and regulations. And this includes ensuring that the property meets health and safety codes, um, complying with fair housing laws and adhering to landlord-tenant laws. Now, in Philadelphia, oh my gosh, this is a whole different show. Um, This is a, a, I mean... How can I put this? In Philadelphia, there are documents you have to have in place in order to collect rent from anyone. And when I tell you they are very strict on this, that if you do not have your documents in order, you are not allowed to rent to anyone. However, if you are renting and your documents are not in order or they don't exist, you have a tenant for life if they know this because they will not pay you a dime they will stay in your property and guess what you can't get them out all right so you want to be very careful you want to make sure you have all your documents in order all of your your inspections um you want to make sure there's no lead paint in your properties you want to make sure there are no electrical issues there are no plumbing issues because if your tenant stop paying because any of these reasons, and it's a whole list of other things, um, you could get in trouble if you don't have your paperwork in order. So legal compliance is very important, okay? Financial management. Property managers are responsible for managing the property's finances, including collecting rent, paying bills, and maintaining financial records. Good financial management can help to maximize and ensure the property operates effectively. Now, when it comes to property management, and if you are a property manager, this is for property managers. If you are a property manager and you are managing an individual property, or let's say one owner have a few properties spread around the city, right? So let's just say they have, like I I was managing properties for someone years ago. He had 110 properties in the area of West Philly and Southwest Philadelphia, right? So I did not collect money. He, all the money went directly to his bank account. What I did was I made sure maintenance issues was addressed and I made sure the properties were in market ready for once they become vacant or um uh once they yeah once they become vacant and the property needs to be turned over for the next tenant I was responsible for making sure those things were um done and as far as maintenance issues painting fresh carpet cleaning all of that stuff I definitely took care of all right so um that's something that you want to make sure that you are doing when a tenant moves out or you have to evict a tenant. All right. You want to make sure that um, your paperwork and your financial management system is in place. Okay. Overall, p- property management is important because it helps to ensure that uh, real estate investments are well-maintained, profitable, and legally compliant. Hiring a professional uh, property manager or real estate agent can help property owners save time, minimize risk, and maximize their return on 
their investment. Okay. So um I've I can sit here and just give you guys horror stories of over the years um when I was managing properties and um some of the things that I had to deal with and um a tenant well actually an owner having a tenant that stopped paying them and they stopped paying because there's something going on in the property and the owner was called and never responded. They called them slumlords. I would never ever take a property if there if the owner was a slumlord. I would never do it. I did that before. I was in court every week. Someone was suing him every week and I was the one that had to go and represent the owner. And at the end of the day, I would say to the owner, it is not your name that they are going to remember. It is my name that they are going to remember. How many times have Rhonda Kelly been in court defending someone or trying to defend someone? And some of that stuff I couldn't even defend. It was just flat out trifling. So if you decide to manage your own properties, or if you decide to hire a professional a real estate property manager, then they are going to make sure you have your insurance in order, your documents are in order, your, your um, you have your rental suitability certificate, you have your lead-based paint certificate, you have your authorization forms. Like they're going to make sure that those things are in order because if something happens and they get drugged into court, the judge is going to ask for those documents. All right. So one of the things I want to, I think, is important to actually discuss since we're going through this, and some of what I'm going to say to you. Um, I've already mentioned, so it may tie into this, but I'm going to give you guys 10 strategies for successful property management, okay? 10 strategies. Know the difference, all right? So what you want to do as a property manager um, is to establish clear communication with your tenant. Good com communication is essential for effective property management, all right? You want to be clear about your expectations and establish, establish regular communication channels with tenants and or stakeholders, all right? You want to set clear policies and procedures, establishing clear policies and procedures for managing your property to help improve consistency and reduce the likelihood of disputes. Make sure our parties understand and adhere to these policies, whatever your policies are. You always want to get your tenant to sign off on them, even if it's initial. So you can itemize what your policies and procedures are, put a little uh, line on the side when the tenant signs the lease, have them sign off on your policy and procedures. I used to do it. One of the things that I instituted in our lease was constant domestic issues, okay? Fighting, arguing, cops having to come. If we found out more than twice that this was going on, the lease was terminated, okay? Because it's people living in the buildings, living around, and we have to be considerate of those individuals. I had a tenant that every day she was fighting with her boyfriend, and the cops was being called every day. And it was like, one night she would be mad, and she's leaving. She's packing up, and she's leaving. So cops would escort her out and make sure she gets to her parents' house safely. The next day, they're being called back to the same address same girl, same guys, crazy, right? So have your tenants sign off on all of your policies and procedures, right? And then once they do, you have to institute them and you have to 
when you feel like it, okay? You really should, if you want this to be effective, um, stick to the goal plan, all right? Don't work the goal, all right? Develop a maintenance plan, regular maintenance is essential. We just talked about this, but keep it in your pocket. Good condition, develop a maintenance plan, maintain regular inspections, repairs, and upgrades as necessary, okay? So, we, we um, just talked about I tried to kind of like stay away from that because I don't, I want to talk about people. I just don't want to be ignorant and negative, but I could be. And some things that over my years of doing property management, and I've seen and experienced, oh my God, nope, never doing it again. So the next number four would be screening potential tenants, All right? Screening potential tenants carefully can help you avoid problem renters, conduct background checks and credit checks and verify employment and rental history. I found out today that you cannot get turned down because you have um, a low credit score when you're trying to rent. That's what I found out today, and I did not know that. But some people still do it, but if you look up the real estate, yeah, if you look up the rental laws in Philadelphia, you cannot get turned down when you apply for an apartment because your credit report uh, FICO score is low. Now, they do it anyway, but it could be disputed. I don't know how far you can get because the owner, you can't, the owner, you can't make the owner um, move somebody into their property. You just can't make them. I don't know what um, the consequences are if someone denies a potential tenant because of the credit report i don't know what the consequences are but i know that it's no longer allowed all right number five you want to provide excellent customer service property management management and providing excellent customer service is essential be responsive to tenant need tenant needs and address issues promptly and professionally so if your tenant is calling you texting you um, sending you emails saying that you know, there's a plumbing issue, water is backing up in the in the sink and bubbling up in the toilet and things like that. If they're if they're reaching out to you when they first see it, it's best that you respond because the longer you take to respond, the worse the problem becomes. Also, you want to stay in touch with your tenant. Who in the world ignores their tenant? That is your property. That is your investment. Why would you ignore the tenant? But they do it. They do it. And then once the situation is completely out of control, now they're upset. They want to file lawsuits. And if a tenant has proof that they've been trying to reach out to you via text, via call, emails, then I don't know how far you're going to go with recouping some type of financial reimbursement for damages if you do not communicate with your tenant. All right, communicate. All right, manage your finances effectively. Good financial management is crucial for successful property management. You want to keep things organized with your budget carefully. Set aside reserves for unexpected expenses like a leak in the roof, a hole in the roof, um, dishwasher went, microwave went. And these, these things are attached to the property so they belong to you. And so you want to have a reserve 
for emergencies, okay? You want to stay up to date on legal and regulatory requirements. Laws and regulations related to property management can be complex and ever-changing. So you want to stay up to date on these requirements to avoid legal problems and potential liability. Crazy because I had a, was having a conversation with some agent friends of mine today, and we were just talking about how the rental rental market and the rental laws change like every other day. They are changing something, making something difficult on and on and on and on and on. We were just talking about this. So you want to stay up to date on all legal and regulatory requirements, right? You also want to build strong relationships with contractors and vendors. Building strong relationships with reliable contractors and vendors can help uh, ensure timely and cost-effective maintenance repairs. All right, that is so true. So if you have a move out and once you go in to inspect the property, you see it's tore up from the floor up, holes in the carpet, uh, iron marks in the carpet, Doors are pulled off, um, doorknobs are pulled off, windows are cracked, um, dirt and nasty stains are on the walls, things like that. You want to have uh, contractors and vendors, and I'm going to be sure would always be a good thing to have them come on board and help you out. All right. Um, so you want to uh, have contractors and vendors on your lower deck at all times, right? Um, how about technology? Use technology to streamline operations, property management software, mobile apps, and other technology can be helpful. Streamline operations, improve communication, and provide valuable data and insights. So if you are a property manager or property management company, the owner of your property will want monthly reports, and that would um, include which tenants paid on time, uh, which tenants uh, owed a late fee, what tenants' uh, uh, repair requests were or service requests were, that kind of thing, right? Um, if any bills are due, if licenses need to be renewed. Uh, rental uh, suitability certificates need to be renewed. Lead-based paints need to be renewed. So, um, you want to, you want, y'all hear my phone going off? I hear it. I just don't see it. Um, so you want to be, um, you want to, uh, I'm so sorry. That was just a horrible distraction was ringing and, and um, I didn't I couldn't find it so you want to be on top of your property management software and what that will be um if your property manager and you're, or you, you're thinking about getting into property management bill done is a good one tenant profile is another good one so you know google those pull them up and join um start a subscription and start inputting everything that goes on with your tenants inside those databases okay continuously assess and improve your processes regularly evaluate your processes and seek feedback from tenants employees and other stakeholders use this information to identify areas to optimize 
um, improvement and implement changes to optimize, op optimize your operations, okay? Um, a property manager should have um, several things in place to um, keep things afloat, right? Um, when you have a tenant, I'm sorry, when an owner expressed to you, you're the property manager and the owner expressed to you that they are looking to invest in property management, you want to make sure you have a property management agreement, all right? A written contract between the property owner and the property manager outlining the terms of their working relationship, um, including the property manager's responsibilities, fees, and obligations, okay? You want tenants, a tenant screening process. There is a, a way that you can go on. I forgot the name of the database, but if you guys go over to IG or TikTok or Facebook and ask me this question, um, I will get the answer and post it for you or DM you the answer. But um, a tenant screening um, is very important. And there is a way in the city of Philadelphia to go to public records and pull up if an individual have liens and judgments, tenant landlord issues, if they've ever been sued in court for non-payment, nuisance issues, blah, blah, blah. All right. So there is a site on um, go to LNI and yeah, go to LNI and then you punch in the, in the um, search box. Landlord tenant, and then it'll pop up, and then you can plug in the information on the tenant that you have, and um, the result the result will be that you will um, you will be exposed to the report. If the ten potential tenant has any liens or judgments, it will come up. If they don't, it will say no record found. Okay. If you do your background check or your credit check that way, some people do. Um, some people do. I know someone who that's all he did. He went to the LNI website, plugged in the information on the potential tenant. If it came back that they were sued in court for nuisance issues or non-payment, he sometimes overlooked it and still rented to them. Um, but you gotta keep in mind that um sometimes, you know, sometimes um it's just best to, to do a thorough background check, all right? Um, and even though that's free, you still may want to invest in um, a national tenant network or some type of program that will, even though you're not allowed to deny anyone based off their credit report, you can most definitely um, pull their rental rental uh, history and take a look at it, and then you can base, you know, your off of that, all right? Maintenance plan, a maintenance plan that includes regular inspections, repairs, and upgrades as necessary. A system for tracking maintenance requests and scheduling repairs is also essential. We talked about that as well. Collection systems, if you've never seen that before, you don't want to go from door to door collecting cash and giving a little receipt from your little receipt book on your Facebook. Do not do that. You look crazy. Don't do that. 
Invest in a rental collection system, an efficient and reliable rental collection system is important to ensure that rent is collected on time and in full. This system should include uh, rent payment instructions, rent collection reminders, and late payment penalties. All right, there needs to be penalties included. All right, your lease agreement. A stated lease agreement that outlines the terms of the lease, including rent, security deposit, utilities, and other conditions. Inside this lease, you can add things such as um, uh, domestic stuff, you know, animals, if you don't have a pet um, policy, um, domestic fighting, loud music parties, all of those things you can put in your lease and say keep to a minimum or don't do at all, all right? All right? Record keeping, a record keeping system, a system for keeping detailed records of rent, uh, maintenance requests, and other property-related transactions. I think we already said that. Emergency plan and an emergency plan that outlines how to handle emergencies such as natural disasters, fires, or unexpected events. This was a conversation that came up today as well. So um, usually when a tenant moves in, they automatically change the locks, right? Although you don't want your owner walking in on you, you are not allowed or you're not supposed to change the locks without permission, all right? So if you change the locks, then that means that um, the, tent, the owner can't get in if there is a restrained emergency like a or a fire or something like that all right so i totally get it um when i was renting i um had an issue where the owner knew i was out of town and went to the unit and was all through there she was all through there so um i had her on camera and um took her to court and everything and i won in court but the point is you don't want that and i understand but at the same time there has to be a way for the owner to be able to get inside in case of an emergency. All right. Insurance coverage. Adequate insurance coverage is critical to protect the property and the property owner from liability. This includes property managed. I'm sorry. This includes property insurance, liability insurance, and workers' compensation insurance if you have employees. All right. So if you have employees, they they would likely be you know, your maintenance guy or someone who buffs the floors, you may be your painter, your carpenter, blah, 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 those type of things, okay? Accounting system, a system for managing financial records, including tracking income expenses, preparing financial statements, and generating tax documents. Those are things that's crucial. Those things you definitely need to have in place. That's number nine on my list, actually. That is um, very important for you to have in place so that you can track your income and expenses and if you don't have that you will find that you will be broke a lot because that is something that needs to be um needs to be in place you have to keep and keep track if you ever have to go to court you need to pull witnesses or if they paid on time or the fact that they paid period Okay, and number 10, we talked about this already, communication plan, a communication plan that outlines how to communicate with tenants, property owners, and vendors. This should include a system for handling tenants' requests, 
uh, responding to complaints and addressing maintenance issues. All of this stuff we talked about, and I'm telling you, if you put this stuff in place, if you're thinking about being a property manager, or if you are just a leasing agent at a small mom and pop company, you want to have these things in place because if you do, it will likely keep you out of trouble. There is a list of documents that you have to have in Philadelphia, and I'm going to go over them really quickly, but you have to have these documents in order in Philadelphia. And if I remember off the top of my head, it's about five five documents, and I'm going to name them. One, um, you need to have your business license, your renter's license, your suitability certificate, and your lead-based paint certificate. Those things you definitely need to have in place in order to stay out of trouble. And one of the worst things that can happen to an owner is your tenant. And, and I hate to say this because it sounds it sounds crazy, and I apologize if I offend anyone, any tenants listening out there. But if you have an a educated tenant that knows the rental laws and you're trying to play them, yeah, okay, not in Philly. It ain't working in Philly, okay? If they go to fair housing, oh my gosh, you don't want that. That's almost six to eight months of no money. Fair housing will investigate and investigate and investigate and investigate and investigate and go back and forth and back and forth until the, um, there has been some, uh, you know, a decision granted in your favor, favor or the tenant's favor, but you just don't want to get caught up in that. Trust me when I tell you, that's something you do not want to get caught up in. So if you do everything right, follow these instructions, Google, find out what it is you don't know, I'm telling you, you will save yourself a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble, all right? So we'll be back in a few. My mouth is dry. I need to go get something to drink. And I come back, I'm going to have some celebrity gossip for you, all right? Hold tight. Okay, here's what's happening in the celebrity world. David Big Poppy. Ortiz is asking $12.5 million for his mansion in Miami. Alrighty. Wow. That's a lot of money, but I mean, I guess where it's located and this big, beautiful pool would, uh, you know, be a good reason why he's charging, um, he's asking $12.5 million um, for his Miami mansion. Um, how about Tommy Hilfiger? He's flipping his Palm Beach mansion less than three weeks after buying it. So he purchased this this uh, property, flipped it, and now he's listing it. Silicon Valley's newest it couple is going big on real estate. Here's how they spent $140 million. Who is the big it, it company? Can you guess? I'm sorry, it couple. Can you guess? Do you know who it might be? Hmm? I don't know. I don't know. Stuart uh, Butterfield and Jen Rubio. That's who they're talking about. That's nice, though, you know? Um, yeah, that's it for, for today's celebrity real estate news. Uh, Jesse James Decker and Eric Decker listed Nashville Mansion for $10 million bucks. Wow. All right. All right, y'all. Let's... um. Let's move on and let me fill you in on what's happening in your neighborhood. 
Okay, so here's what's going on in your neighborhood. Actually, these events that I'm about to give you are actually online. Um, I did not see any physical um, events for this weekend, but online you can attend the Millionaire Mindset for Real Estate Agents. Yeah, that's online. You go to Eventbrite and uh, register there for Thursday the 20th that's the day okay so that's going on actually um in about an hour so if you go to eventbrite it looks like it's free and guess what you can register and you know be a part of that sounds good to me february the 28th um how to take advantage of the real estate market the boost capital group is holding an online um an online event here february 28th 7 p.m to 8 p.m and that looked like it's free eventbrite.com boost capital group uh thursday i'm sorry friday february 24th there is a real estate investing uh real estate investing event going on online it's 30 minutes and live and it's free event dot eventbrite.com i'm sorry and on sunday february the 26th i believe this is yeah creative ways to begin investing in real estate eventbrite.com log on register it is also free all right so you know how we love free y'all um, those are a few a few classes that you guys can sit in on or webinars that you can sit in on, take good notes and learn a little something, right? Okay, there, there you go. Okay, hustlers, that is it for me this evening. As I always like to leave you with something. Okay, so we are going to um we are going to go over something really, really quick before I sign off. In order for you to be successful and um, do really well in this field of real estate, be it property management, be it a real estate agent, be it an investor, you have to have your mind clear. You have to have a focused, determined, perseverant type of thinking. All right, so I need you guys to really, really, really um, spend time meditating on positive thoughts and clear your mind clear your head of all the junk that's in there um, because in order to be successful in this field you have to be confident you have to know what you're talking about you have to know what you're doing and you have to be um basically almost carefree stress-free all right um i'm gonna need you guys to be careful out there stay you know stay out of trouble mind your business do what you are supposed to be doing or better yet what you get paid to do and keep your head on the swivel um you know life is short i need you guys to come back next week and listen to some more uh real estate juicy stuff and just um just stay positive like you know do something for someone who could never pay you all right that's it for me y'all take care you were just hustled by Rhonda K. Tune in Tuesday and Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern.